Welcome to the GeoMob podcast, where we discuss geo-innovation in any and all forms, be it for fun or profit. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the GeoMob podcast. This is a a very interesting episode because uh, it's a preview of two major geo-conferences that are coming up this summer in August. Um, And that's very exciting, not only because it's, um, you know, the return to in-person events, but both of these conferences, probably the, the two main conferences um, that our audience, I think, might be interested in, are happening in the same city and one week after each other. So it's a great opportunity for um, for people to attend both. Specifically, I'm, of course, talking about State of the Map, which is the main worldwide OpenStreetMap conference, and Phosphor-G, which is uh, the main open source uh, geospatial software conference. Um, and they're both going to be taking place in August in Florence, Italy, uh, one right after the other. So um, we thought today we would talk with one of the local organizers, Luca DeLucchi, um, and he will give us kind of a preview of, of what, what people can expect and, and what, um, you know, some, some how, how everything's going to be. Luca, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for taking the time um, to speak with us. And thank you for organizing uh, what I'm sure are going to be um, great events. Maybe um, maybe you start, but maybe introduce yourself and give us a little bit about your background in geospatial. Yes. Hi, Ed and everybody. I'm Luca De Lucchi. I'm from Italy. I live uh, in Trento, in the north of part of Italy. I'm a geographer. I have uh, a... Um, degree in geography taken at uh, Geneva University and right now I'm working at the Fondazione Mac as a GIS uh, technician. I'm working mainly with uh, open source software. I'm involved in the Italian community of uh, GFOS since 2007 and in the same year I also joined the OpenStreetMap uh, project and uh, yeah as uh, you said, I'm part of the local committee of both conferences. I'm the chair of Phosphor G conference and I'm uh, a volunteer for uh, SOTOM. And uh, yeah, this night I will try to convince people to come to Firenze or Florence because uh, it will be a great week. What? How? How big are you expecting these events to be? Any indication how many people are going to come, or is it? it I, I mean, it's probably very difficult to estimate because I think this is the first time in in three years that these events are taking place in person again. Is that right? Uh, yeah, because uh, in two thousand no, nineteen there was uh, in it was in Bucharest. So in two years, yeah, to twenty twenty and twenty twenty one. There was no for Phosphor G at least. Uh, twenty twenty one was uh, cancelled, and twenty twenty one was only online. It should be in uh, Buenos Aires, but uh, at the end, they prefer to have uh, just a online version. So, what, what are our, our uh, indication or uh, expectation? Uh, it's quite difficult to say. However, we for uh, Sotom we have. Uh, Speaking about uh, 300 to 500 people, 500 is the maximum number that uh, we can uh, host. So, uh, yeah, uh, we think that we can reach 400 people, more or less. 
Uh, instead for Phosphor-G, the idea probably is a little bit more confused because uh, it's a bigger event. Last year there was something like uh, 1,800 uh, people registered for the online version. So we are working to bring uh, 1,000 people in Firenze and to have uh, some other couple of other people online. But we don't know. We we are uh, working to bring most people as possible. And the results are quite good right now because uh, we already have more than 400 people already registered in the early bird for Phosphor-G. So, yeah, these are the numbers that we are uh, expecting or we are working on. Obviously, for Phosphor-G, we can host more than 1,000 people, and uh, we will see during these uh, last uh, two months what will uh, happen. Well, congratulations. I mean, okay, that's that's going to be a very big event. <laughs> so, um, so what... I mean, t- tell me a little bit about the logistics of this. Where where will people be staying? You have a, like, what is the venue going to be? It's at a university, or or how 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 is it going to take place? What should people anticipate? So the main value venues will be two. One is the Phosphor G venue that it's uh, the Fiera or the yeah the place where they usually make big conferences. Is a, there are two buildings there. Is one is quite an old villa. It's really wonderful with uh, an auditorium of uh, one thousand people. And there is also another building that uh, we could use if the number will increase more than one thousand. And uh, the other main venue will be the university, and we will share the activity in both of the venue. So for Sotom, it will be all at the university from uh, the 19 to 21 and uh, instead the for Phosphor G we will have uh, the workshop at the university and the main conference at the at the venue of uh, the Fiera um, we will have also other uh, side events and these are mainly uh, around the university so these are the two main uh, venues. They are quite close, like uh, 15 minutes by public transport. There is a light metro and uh, it connects the two venues in uh, yeah, like 15 minutes. So it, it will be quite easy for the people to, to move to, 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 the ven- to the different venues, but there will not be any uh, cases because the day will be all in the university or all in the Fiera venue. And uh, both of the venues are really close to the city center. The, the Fiera is uh, just uh, two, two minutes from the main train station. And so it's uh, really simple to move around. People can stay in the city center and uh, reach in an easy way both of the venues. I, I mean, one thing that... I, I was thinking about is that, you know, the way that over the last two, two, three years because of COVID and lockdowns, people have gotten used to attending events online. Um, you know, some people love it. Some people hate it. Uh, but basically, it's kind of changed the way events happen. And so I'm wondering, what should attendees expect at, at these events? Will it be exactly as it was kind of five years ago? Or, or is, there, is it going to be... 
have there been any changes as a result of the adapting kind of the to the new environment? I mean, is there going to be more of an emphasis on socializing and meeting rather things that we can't do on video? Yeah, so everything will be uh, at least for Phosphor G, but I think also for Sotom, everything will be the same as before. Luckily, because right now there are no restrictions at all in Italy. So uh, also the masks are now removed. I don't know if in the venue, for sure at the university, you have not to keep the mask anymore. Um, so the main uh, events that uh, there was in before the COVID, so like social events and so on, there will be. Uh, oh, both of the conference, it will be hybrid. So people that uh, they really love uh, online meeting, they can continue to follow in this way. Uh, it will be a little bit more uh, limited than before because, for example, for Phosphor G, the workshop, it will be only on site. So if you want to follow some workshop, you have to come in Florence. Uh, but the main conference, it will be streamed uh, online uh, in, uh, yeah, in the same time of the conference. So you can follow as normal confer- online conference. Uh, yeah, we are trying to work to, uh, to give the opportunity to everyone to join the conferences. So, yeah, this is the main topic, I think. What type of kind of, uh, you know, social events are planned uh, for those who are physically there? I mean, whether there be dinners and, and like, usually I, I know at Phosphor G, they, they kind of have a lot of big, uh, I remember at the one Stephen organized, one of the highlights was a kind of a beer tasting and things like that. What, what, any things like this that are planned? So, yeah, for uh, Sotom, uh, we uh, will have uh, a social dinner in a beautiful uh, old market in Florence, the main old market. And this is the main uh, social event for uh, the Sotom uh, conferences. Instead, for Phosphor G, we have uh, some more. We start on Tuesday with uh, two uh, social events. One is related more to the business. It's a business-to-business meeting. And the second one is a, a meeting organized by GeoChicas and uh, GeoPlus. Uh, no, um, Geo. No, sorry. So the second event will be the um, uh, event organized by GeoChicas and GeoWoman in Special. That are two uh, association uh, that uh, the main aim is to help women to be. Uh, part of the community and to be involved in, uh, in our communities. These are the main two events on Tuesday. On Wednesday, we will have the icebreaker, the classical events before uh, the first uh, evening uh, during Phosphor G. The day after, we will have uh, the gala dinner in a beautiful uh, old uh, castle behind the, the main venue. And during the, the, the night, there will be also a concert organized by a group of people that are involved in the community. So people can uh, jump on the stage and sing uh, one song and uh, all the people are uh, invited to join us. On Friday evening, we have the visit night. So we have different uh, tour organized for us. 
uh, these events are uh, out of the tickets, so people have to pay, but are quite interesting because you can visit uh, the city center, all the city center of Florence, and uh, have some uh, good experience there. And at the end, on Saturday and Sunday, there will be the community sprint. So people uh, that are uh, usually power user developers, people that are uh, making translation, they join all together to work on the software, to put the hand and to improve the open source software. Okay, very cool, very cool. Any 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 particular um, talks or sessions that you're particularly looking forward to? Or, or any any keynote talks or anything that, that people should be really excited about? So uh, I'm more focused on Phosphor-G uh, program because I was not able to follow also the Sotom one. But I think that uh, both of the conferences are really um, dense. I don't know if it's the right term. Uh, the dance uh, program, it's really full of uh, wonderful uh, talks. Uh, you can uh, imagine that uh, for the Phosphor-G, we uh, receive um, 400 proposals for the general track, 100 for the academic, and 100 uh, workshop. And uh, the selection was really, really hard. Uh, so I think that there are really the most important talk around uh, the two communities there. And I have no... Uh, one talk that I can suggest because the... It's a really, there are really a lot of different talks. Uh, there are stuff that are really new, like there are uh, one session, a really long session about stack that is uh, a new format that is coming out uh, in the last uh, period with uh, all the uh, remote sensing uh, satellite images. And we have uh, a lot of uh, talks about QJS, that it's probably the most used uh, open source software uh, around the world, at least for the geospatial information. And we have a lot of uh, related to GeoServer too. So all the main open source software are uh, presented there and you can uh, touch with your end the developer, you can uh, Spoke, uh, you can speak with them, uh, you can ask a uh, question uh, or uh, try to find some way to improve it. So usually it's really, uh, there is a good uh, feeling during the con these conferences. I, I guess, I mean, with so many people attending, no matter no matter what your, your area of interest is, you can find other people who share that area of interest and... Um and can uh you know can find time to to discuss with them so that's one of my i i, I have not been for foster to foster g ever to the the international one um but i never, never no i've never been to a foster g but i have i have okay. been to state of the several state of the maps and okay. it i mean it's always quite fun because it's a mix of Seeing your seeing people that you that you've known for a long time and finally seeing them again, but then also you always meet new people from all over, and um, it's a great blend. So, yeah, 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 I fully agree. You can uh, see people that you maybe are in touch by mail or because uh, he uh, makes some uh, changes uh, in your area. If we speak about OpenStreetMap or in your software, if you are speaking about. Uh, uh, phosphor G and uh, you can speak and touch with the hand uh, them it's it's really wonderful from my point of view it's like a big uh, family 
any, um, I mean, I guess one point that uh, that is interesting is, of course, uh, both of these conferences are being held in Florence, which is is already a major tourist destination. Um, any concerns about that? That like you know, so many people are going to be, you know, Florence in August is already packed. I'm sure. So. Okay, so it's not the the worst period. Oh right. In uh, yeah, because. It, Okay, it probably could be a bad period for climate, for weather, because uh, usually it's quite hot, right. but it's not really crowded. And uh, also for, uh, for the city is one of the moments where there are less uh, conferences, so the venue are quite empty. And uh, right now, also now we are looking that we are looking sometime the price of the hotel and are not uh, uh, really, really high. I, they are a little bit higher than usual, but not uh, extremely high. Mm, we are not really worried about uh, the period and the, and the city because uh, in Florence, they are quite used to have a lot of people uh, all the year. Uh, I'm not from Flor- Florence, so I when I go there for meeting and to organize stuff, I can see every time a lot of people, and uh, so I think that there will be no problem for for us. Any any particular recommendations for people who are coming to Florence for the first time, or that of things they should definitely go see, or maybe things nearby, or. There are a lot of stuff. Depending what you like to do to visit, there are a lot of museum with the all the Renaissance uh, period that it was one of the most uh, important period for Florence. Uh, there are beautiful uh, building and uh, cathedral. Like the cathedral is wonderful, and also a, a walk. To the to the hills around Florence are really wonderful, and uh, if people like uh, to drink some good wine, they can move uh, a little bit far from uh, Florence, go to Siena and visit Chianti area. So it's uh, really depending what people want to to visit. There is more or less everything there. Uh, yeah, there is a lot of story also. So if you are interested in uh, the old stuff, uh, also old maps, we are working to bring people also to the Museum of uh, EGM, that is the uh, Military uh, Institute for Geography, and they have uh, old maps and uh, old instruments. So we are trying to give the opportunity to uh, people coming to Florence to visit also this museum that is uh, quite interesting for uh, people like us that are uh, geographer or uh, involved in the geospatial uh, activities. Um, on Friday evening, we will go to also to the observatory near Florence. They invite us. So people that are interested in the sky, they can join uh, this uh, event. Uh, yeah, so I, I cannot say go there and see that because there are a lot of stuff. Uh, I think that the, the most important part is uh, walk around the old city center because you can see really beautiful uh, places and uh, old buildings. That's uh, it's, uh, the, it's a must. And after you can uh, connect what you prefer. 
I I can confirm. I I was uh, last in Florence I don't know, probably about four years ago or so. I've been several times. So it's it's, um, it's very nice. I mean, particularly the museums, obviously, are, are amazing. The the art museums. So um, yeah, the, the Uffizi is the most uh, common and the, the most uh, probably interesting one. But you ne- you need to reserve quite uh, a few days before or a few weeks before because it, it usually it's really crowded. Okay, good point. Good point. Um, I guess Lucas. So this is quite quite. It's going to be quite uh, an achievement from the uh, let's say the Italian uh, geospatial community. I mean, what? Um, maybe give us a quick. Talk about like like how how is Open Street how is the Open Street community in Italy in general how is the the FOSS community? Yeah, yeah, it's a good question because the community is really powerful. Uh, it's uh, quite old because as I told you, okay, the um, FOSS 4G community started in two thousand around two thousand nineteen ninety nine two thousand two thousand one. I was not yet involved because I started in two thousand seven. And um, the first FOS4G, it was not yet called FOS4G, but uh, it was in Trento, in Italy. In, All right. Uh, yeah, in 2002, it was the first international grass uh, user meeting. And okay, I, didn't, they, I had no idea. Yeah, the second uh, FOS4G-like conference was related to Map Server in 2004, I think. And after, in 2006, they start with uh, the name FOS4G. And so, yeah, the community is really powerful. We have, uh, for um, OpenStreetMap, we have a lot of people involved. The, all the data are really good and they are updated. We have, I don't know how many people uh, contributing, but really a lot. And uh, the Phosphor one instead as developers or contributors in the in all of the main software of Phos4G. Uh, we have a lot of people working on the Java side, like GeoServer and uh, GeoTools and stuff like that. We have a lot of people working for QGIS and uh, some people for Grass. And yeah, so the, the team is quite well uh, managed. And uh, for Phos4G, we have different uh, people coming from different environments, so private companies, uh, public administration, research center, uh, volunteers from the uh, from association, and more or less the same is also for the SOTOM local team. Maybe it's more related to volunteers and people really involved in OpenStreetMap. Uh, but yeah, we have uh, a good uh, group of people. They are working really hard to to make this happen. Uh, I can tell you that uh, we start to organize Phos4G in uh, to 2018, so four years ago. And uh, when COVID arrived, we was really scared about uh, the conference because we didn't know what happened. And uh, during this winter, we start to see the, the light because uh, we say, okay, it will uh, see it will be like uh, last year. So during summer, there will be a good moment and there will be not uh, really many restrictions so people can come. And in March, the war between Russia and Ukraine starts. 
And so uh, again, we start again to say, oh, and now what happened? What they will do? They will increase the war, and it became uh, really war, uh, world war, war, or or it will be like a war between two countries, and uh, it will be like that, and people uh, could move. Right now, it seems that uh, the stuff are more or less uh, blocked. At least it will. It seems that it will not increase in the next month. But uh, we are not really sure. Until the end of the conference, I think we will have some uh, dub or something like that. Well, uh, I mean, congratulations to everyone involved. I'm sure it's been a lot of effort and a lot of work. Uh, I mean, building up the community, but then also, uh, you know, organizing such such large events. So uh, thank you to, to everyone who has volunteered their time to work on it. And uh, I hope it I hope it goes smoothly and and that everyone has a great time and, it, and we can. It's important, I think, that we get in person events going again because it really. I can speaking now for for the GeoMob events. It makes a big difference. I mean, you know, during the uh, during the lockdown and the travel restrictions, we did the online events, and um, it's just not the same. It, it, you know, the, you may you haven't a very different connection when you do things in person. So, um, which isn't to say that of course we should learn the lessons of what worked well in the, in the online period or the, the lockdown period. I think that that definitely had some positive aspects to it, but I don't know. I, I you know, at the last, at the last few GeoMop events, you can see people are just hungry to, to connect again and to get going again. So I, I predict you're going to have great events and uh, I certainly hope that's the case. Any, any final tips or recommendations for anyone? Or, um, I mean, I guess, I guess the final tip is that, um, is that if you're going to go, you should get your ticket right away and get, get everything organized because um, it's, it's only about two more months to go. So it's, it's not long. So, yeah, it's really close. Uh, we have a countdown on the web page, and sometimes I see, oh, it's only 70 days, and now we are really close to 60, and uh, every day is one day less and uh, one day more to work, and it's, yeah, really demanding. I was not uh, so... I, I, I knew that it was really hard to organize, but... Uh, is really uh, it will require a lot of time because people is going to ask you a lot of questions. Okay, we have a company that is helping us at least for Phosphor G, and yeah, because for uh, registration and stuff like that is quite uh, impressive, and there are a lot of problems uh, usually. I told Stephen, you know, he organized a Phosphor G a couple. I mean, it was quite a while ago. I think it was like yeah, nothing ten, ten years ago or so, but. You know, and sometimes he would tell me the funny stories of kind of the things that happen behind the scenes, you know, where, you know, people would can't, the speakers would cancel at the last second and then just all kinds of like little disasters and nothing serious, really. Obviously, it was still a great event, but, you know, it would be fun to do a kind of behind the scenes uh, an episode where we talk about all the, the challenges that we have, because I, I really think... 
People do not appreciate how much work it is to organize a good event. It, it really is. a. I mean, particularly like what you guys are doing, where the, you have people coming from all over the world. A lot of people, you know, you're in a, in a big city which already has its own complexities. You don't control all the elements. It's, it's really hard work. Um, and so, again, on, on behalf of everyone, let me say thank you to you and, and all of your colleagues for uh for putting in the effort and and doing that work because uh, um yeah and this year the, this year there are, there are also some more uh complex stuff like uh, for the hybrid uh, conference because we have some people that uh, they will be online for sure so we already put in a, a online session but most of the people say no i will i want to come but we are already sure that some of them, we, they will not come for some reason. Maybe they, they will take the COVID at the last main moment and they cannot join the, the flight or uh, stuff like that. Yeah. So we need to be ready for the last uh, day problems. Uh, we, are, we have some backup plan, but uh, we can put in... Uh, in activities only when some, something will be wrong. So we will see because we are thinking to give the, uh, the people the opportunity to record the, their talk if uh, they cannot join us. But it will take a while. Uh, also people coming from uh, maybe from Africa or, program, or other countries, they could have problems to get the visa or stuff. So the, the, the um, not sure point are really a lot. And we cannot say, okay, everything will be fine. Uh, we have to work until the end uh, to, to solve all the problem. What, um, what's the best way for people to learn more, Luca? Uh, I mean, uh, they should go to the websites. Obviously, we'll have those in the show notes. But Yeah, we have, uh, yes, we have the website uh, for both of the conference, uh, 2022.fos4g.org for FOS4G and the 2022.stateofthemap.org for uh, State of the Map. And there uh, you can find all the information. Uh, otherwise, you can follow our social uh, channel for both of the conference. There are uh, social channel on the main social network. And uh, we also have some uh, mail list. And uh, if you look on the website, you can uh, register and join the mailing list so you will get all the updates. And uh, I want to say thanks to the, all the people that are working to, to bring the uh, conference in, uh, in Firenze and all the companies that are sponsoring uh, the conferences that are always uh, uh, an important uh, part and uh, they need to be recognized for their the help. We have uh, small, medium, and big, big companies, so we are really happy to cover all the, that, that, all the range. Yes, that's a very good point. Of course, so we, should, we should definitely recognize the companies that give back to the community. Yeah, because without them, we need to keep the cost higher than uh, they are. Because uh, for uh, Sotom, the price is uh, not really high. Right now, if you are uh, from the community, you will pay 75 euros. And after, it will be a little bit more, maybe double when the early bird uh, will finish. Instead of 4G, it's a little bit more expensive because the venue will is 
more expensive than the university. So we we need to put this cost on the on the shoulder of people, and we are sorry, but uh, and the sponsor helped to reduce the price. Uh, we have, for fossil gear right now in early bird uh, until the end of the month is uh, 400 euro for the for the main conference and we it is uh, com, uh, including the price also the gala dinner and the icebreaker the all the lunch and the coffee break so we are trying to make uh, it uh, cheaper as we can uh, I think that we we did a good job because uh, cheaper than 400 euro is, it was really hard or quite impossible but uh, yeah so people can uh, do some efforts and to try to join both of the conference if they are interested uh, for FOSRG and also for State of the Map we have a, a travel game program so uh, people, it's already closed but for, for the future maybe some people is interested we have a travel grant program that people can apply and uh, they can get some discount or they get free ticket usually and some money to flight or to cover the, uh, their cost uh, so more or less everyone can join uh, the conferences at least online in the worst case people can join online uh, yeah well, uh, I, I hope I hope you have many attendees, and I hope uh, it's a it's a great conference. And and for those who can't make it, as you said, there is the online offering, which I which you know is very substantial and and enables everyone to still benefit from from the great content. So yeah, and uh, the online one is cheaper for 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 Sotom is completely free of cost, and for Phosphor G is a. Uh, the cost is really low and uh, it changes uh, according to the nationality. So we try to bring people also from Africa, Asia, South America. We know that the, the income for that country it is less. And so we want to uh, give the opportunity to them to join the conference paying less. Uh, we took the World Bank income uh, list and uh, we divide the, the, the country by that list and uh, for each nationality you will pay according to the income level gotcha i think that i think that's a good way to do it so okay well then let's wrap it up and um i appreciate you taking the time to come on and, and talking with us here today luca and and good luck with the event thanks a lot it was a pleasure also to, to me and uh I hope to see you in Florence at this point. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks, everyone, for joining us today and listening to the GMOP podcast. Hopefully you've enjoyed the discussion. Please don't hesitate if you have any feedback for us or any um, suggestions for topics that we should uh, cover in the future. You can get the show notes over on the website, which is at thegeomob.com. While you're there, if you're not yet on the mailing list, please do get on the mailing list where we once a month send out an email announcing future events, summarizing past events, and just generally sharing uh, events that you may find of interest. Um, you can also, of course, follow us on Twitter, where our handle is Geomob. Um, you can follow Stephen at Stephen Feldman. You can follow me at Fryfogel. Um, you can check out Mappery at mappery.org. 
And of course, if you need any geocoding, please check out my service, which is opencagedata.com. We look forward to you joining us again at a future episode, and of course, seeing you at a future GeoMop event. Hope to see you there soon. Bye.